Welcome back for episode eight of Unfiltered Podcast. Before we get into today's episode, I have an important update to share with you guys. I will no longer be hosting this podcast on my own. You are now listening to Unfiltered with Mark and Mia, one of my best friends, the very talented, hilarious, interesting Mark Reddy will be joining me for these episodes every week. And as much as we'll still occasionally touch on things like mental health and eating disorders, we're going to be talking about some more broad topics, whether it's pop culture, politics, current events, our terrible dating story so you can learn from our mistakes. (laughs) We'll just be covering some more general things which are of interest to us and hopefully you guys as well. So I hope that you guys enjoy this episode. We are, yeah, just kind of finding our feet recording together. So we will be back next week with another episode and yeah, really excited for this new chapter. So for the first episode, we thought that we'd talk about something that's a bit uh, relevant for what we're all currently going through in the garbage fire that is 2020, which is navigating COVID and the effect that it has on our lives, our social lives, our working lives. And Mark and I come from slightly different perspectives. I identify very much as an introvert, kind of a secret introvert. I try to keep it hidden a closet introvert yeah 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 and mark is very much on the other end of the spectrum as a very very proud extrovert yes correct (laughs) (laughs) so we thought we'd just talk about what the last six to seven months has been like from our different experiences and hopefully give you guys some incidental advice. There's not a lot of life advice we should probably sanction from our own experiences. Um, But just to give you a little bit of insight into, yeah, our different experiences in 2020. Sounds good. Fab. So Mark, what is it that makes you an extrovert? What do you think are the things that, yeah, help you to identify yourself as an extroverted personality? So the main thing that makes me an extrovert is I think I get a lot of my energy from other people. So, um, you know, I like to talk to people. I like to know what they're thinking. Um, You know, for me, it's about drawing things from people that can provoke other ideas, that can um, challenge my own beliefs and yeah i guess i'm someone who flourishes around people that's why i ended up becoming a journalist because i want to know and i think that really essentially when you become a journalist it's just because you're nosy that's the main reason and you want to know everything about people don't hate being on camera either don't hate it don't hate it um but um i think that's my main thing is that um getting energy from other people so but i also equally feel extroverts need downtime Mm. so you need a few days where you just you know have your own time to um i guess re-energize before you also take on other people's um things too because that's what an extrovert does because you love meeting new people yeah i do and i love it it's almost like a job interview every time so um i mean i love job interviews because I feel like it's a performance, you know, it's so cool. Like you meet someone that you don't even know and you can really play with that, which is really fun. Yeah, you're spelling out my personal nightmare. (laughs) Although sometimes it can backfire when they're not an extrovert. Mm. So you're putting all this out and then you're not getting a lot back and you're thinking, okay, wind it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I think, and um, with extroverts, they just 
have an adventure for everything. Mm. So, I mean, the main thing I love is to travel and travel is very social. Um, it's not often that you travel not being social. Mm. So, um, I mean, I spend all my money on travel. So I think I get well, a lot. Well, you just had that. a two-week staycation in Sydney and you still managed to... Yeah, a bit of a dent in the budget. I did, I did. You know, the funny thing about COVID is obviously you can't travel. You can travel internally now if you're in New South Wales. But for me, I thought, well, you know, listening to COVID all the time at my workplace at the ABC, hearing about it all the time, plus then leaving the ABC and going into social conversations with friends and then bringing up COVID... Mm. Um, it's the last thing I really want to talk about mm. in my extroverted world. So in a way, I kind of found like I had no break from the office, I guess, if you can call it that, the office to my social life. So it was kind of all becoming one. And in a way, I was sort of retreating and thinking, I can't talk about this mm. anymore. Mm. It's becoming Even if it means I get to talk. Exactly. Yeah. So almost it's like... COVID may have made me an introvert eventually. Do you know what's really interesting? I was actually reading something about this today and there are a number number of articles where there were sort of specialists, like social uh, specialists kind of talking about this stuff where it was noted that extroverts and introverts, because of particularly lockdown, so when we couldn't really go anywhere, we couldn't see anyone, we're all really stuck at home unless we're at work or at exercising or shopping, was that people like flipped. They found that people who were usually introverted were becoming quite uh, extroverted, but more so in their mood. Like they really had this craving for seeing people, whereas extroverts tended to go a little bit more insular. Yeah, Yeah. and I think because as well... COVID is quite negative Mm. so you're always hearing about this negative energy so yeah I decided to take a staycation for the first time ever Mm. and I'm 33 so um and I just stayed in Sydney and a lot of people were saying why don't you go to Byron Bay why don't you go you know down the south coast which I love all these places are great but I sort of thought with all the tourists gone why not enjoy Sydney a lot of people come to Sydney just because it's beautiful Mm. And really the most amazing thing is that you get on a ferry now on a Tuesday and usually it's busy if you're going to Watson's Bay mm. or somewhere like, like Manly. To, like Taronga Zoo area. Yeah. yeah, it's packed with tourists. But you get on and it's quiet. It's almost like you're getting on this huge boat mm. and it's gliding across almost like a lake because it's so quiet on the water as well. Mm. And it's stunning and there's no one around. And then you get to the beach and the restaurants are you know, relatively quiet. So you get in very easily and it's really nice. So, um, I did a lot of touristy things that I would never probably do normally. And, um, it also made me realize how amazing it is to live in Sydney, how beautiful it is, why it is, you know, one of the best cities in the world. And yeah, I got it all to myself for two weeks. So, you know, you're kind of reinventing what you're doing. So, um, I find, I found that, I'd be spending a lot more time with friends and it was quality time. So those people you go to the bars with, usually it's, they're fun. They have a place, but they're more like sort of like social acquaintance level. You walk out in the beer garden and be like, hi, but you never would have seen like the inside of their apartment or 
gone no. to dinner with them. And don't get me wrong, I can't wait till I see that 100%, person in yeah. um, an like, alleyway see Mia. at Ark Nightclub <laughs> and I say, wow, I haven't seen you in ages. Yeah. It's great to see you because yeah. it is and they have a place. But You will be like a social hurricane when that happens. I will. I don't. I think I'll probably have to take leave when the whole lockdown goes and I don't know how, I don't know if I'll come back. <laughs> so, um, You're just going to become a socialite. Exactly. Um, but I need more money for that. Yeah. Um, so um, I think that's really interesting. I also think that um, COVID makes you realize who your key people are. So you can have an abundance of friends, but the people you keep seeing, there's a reason for that. And um, for me, it's only been a group of about 10 people, mm. including yourself. Mm. Um, and it actually stemmed from my birthday. I had a birthday in lockdown when... Yeah. Um, when restaurants were only allowing 10 people Mm. maximum as a booking on a table. Mm -hmm. Um, And that weekend they actually extended it. But I thought, actually, that's all I really need. Mm. And I had a really good time. I went to Low Luck Bistro in Surrey Hills. It's really good. It's a French restaurant. Not sponsored. Not sponsored (laughs) at all, but it is a good restaurant. Maybe one day. Maybe. Um, (laughs) And uh, it was really nice. And so... Um, there are some interesting reflections, I think, through COVID that have come across during the pandemic, yeah. particularly with friends and who you rely on and who you go to. Who do you call yeah. every day during that pandemic? To keep in touch and feel connected. Yeah, yeah that says a lot. That is one of those things that makes it so... Because we've been friends since we were 18 and we're now 1,000. Yes. So we've known each other for almost 15 years or 15 plus years. Yeah. And... We have been so different in this regard for so long, but have obviously like stayed together through that whole period, regardless of the fact that like we have such different styles of socializing and how we spend our time. And your birthday is always the clear distinction that usually it's here's this pub, here's like a Facebook event to. I have lost count of how many people would end up on that guest list. And for me, and it's, it's always at the Beresford <laughs> Hotel, also not sponsored. But if Justin Hems is listening is and he wants to, sure. Which is conveniently located next door to Mark's apartment. I wonder why he rented there. And for me, it's more, you know, for my birthday, like we'll go down to a house on the South Coast and there's like eight or, eight or nine of us. And I can't manage more than that. Even that is system overload for me because it's usually blending a bunch of people who've never spent time together and it's just a panic attack 48 hours in advance whereas that would just be like yeah great weekend for you yeah having 60 people at the beresford no hesitation no anxiety whatsoever you are thriving and i'm like pep talking myself before i even go on a weekend away for my birthday so yeah it's it's been really interesting to see you navigating life a bit differently how did you do in lockdown like obviously in sydney for context for anyone so i was kind we're of... not in lockdown anymore but we were for a period of time back in march which meant really not leaving home so i was quite lucky i um still was required to go into the office because i'm an essential worker she's Journalists so essential. essential um so i was very lucky in that a also i had a job um my job was secure and also I got to go into the office and for the first time in ages, I was so excited just to make that walk from my door to the office when 
we weren't allowed to leave our homes mm. and I was because it was essential. So even that 20 minute walk I got to do from door to door, I was so grateful for. Yeah. And obviously, you know, an office full of journalists, it's very social. So it was kind of quite nice. Mm. Um, the main thing for me, the only thing that made it difficult was always hearing about everything, you know, so there was no escape. And I think that's probably for most people. But I mean, if you are working, say in accounting from home, you're probably not talking about the pandemic a lot in your day-to-day operations. I was, so it was becoming a bit, even though it was nice to go to the office and be social, it was also like that was part of Mm. the social narrative as Mm. well. So that was quite normal still. Um, I found the lack of being able to go to the gym difficult because it was a place where I could just go and 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 relax and sort of think of nothing um so instead of instead of not being able to do that I tried home workouts I couldn't do it because I'm in my living room and it feels weird trying to another work out another point of difference room. that's the only way I will work out is if I get to yeah home. and for me it just felt weird yeah. being next to my kitchen and working out so um, I ended up running a lot, which was nice. So I ran through um, Hyde Park, down past Macquarie Street, through the Botanic Gardens Opera House, and it was the best. And I actually found that I was um, finding any excuse to go for a walk with someone, you know, at a distance. Um, and by the end of it, I'd probably done a lot of walking. Yeah. Um, so... And any excuse to go to the supermarket was mm. even great. Like, oh, I've run out of milk. Yeah, it felt like an event. Yeah, mm. yeah, and I was excited. And if I forgot something at the supermarket, usually I'd be like, oh, I don't want to go back. But I was like, oh, I need to go back. <laughs> so, um, Just do your shopping item by item. Yeah, yeah. I, so it was becoming an event. Mm. Um, and then, obviously, I tried to do the social drinks on House Party, which is an app. Um, and that was fun, but you, you know, no really one should, quickly. no one should be mixing their own drinks yeah. by themselves <laughs> in a studio apartment. And, you know, a bit of a admission here. One night I had a great time on house party. We all got dressed up and was it fancy dress? No, or no, just, just dressed like up. I was going out mm. for a night out mm. and, um, we all decided to make margs and I bought all the ingredients, looked up a recipe, got really excited, got a bag of groceries for me. Mm. And I started making them, but I realized I didn't have a shaker and everything else because I don't really drink at home. Mm. And so um, I was making mugs out of a measuring cup. Um, it was very sort of like like I was making a cake. And it's like the Bear Grylls version of making just whatever yeah. you've got. This will be a margarita. The thing is, though, I had a great time and it was amazing. But I woke up at 4.30 in the morning on my bed with my shoes still on. (laughs) And my phone next to me and the lights are on and the drinks are out and the ingredients are everywhere. And I'm sort of thinking, hang on a second. Like, what happened? How did I get home? Where did I go? How did I get home? Have I been fined $1,500? Yeah, or... Have I lost my keys? Like, what happened? Who dropped me off? What what club was I at? And I live in a studio about the size of a matchbox mm-hmm. or, or a fingernail. That's like been it's generous, very small. to be honest. And uh, so I literally went 
a meter or two to my bed from the the table, which is also in the kitchen, which is also in the living room, dining room, rumpus room. Very adjacent. In fact, to the it's just one room. Yeah. Um, it's very compact. I like There's to, a bathroom. That there does is have a, a door to be clear from a hygiene perspective. That makes it two two rooms. Yeah. yeah. Extravagant. And um, and so I went back. Uh, I woke up and I went sort of looked at my phone and thought, oh, four thirty, and then I realized. I don't remember how I got home, but that's because I was home already, but I moved from the kitchen to my bed, which is two meters and I still had my shoes on. So, um, and then of course, because I can see my kitchen from my bed, I could see the tequila and the triple sec or no, the contro and their limes and the, um, everything else. And it was so painful to even look at. Oh, I at. know, I know. And I thought, how am I, I going avo- to go, like, get rid of all my clothes and my shoes yeah. and go brush my teeth while that is still in view? And permeating, like it's in the air. Like, it was awful. And then eventually I did, and I woke up in the morning, and it was still there. And um, did, I, Was everyone as smashed as you? Like, well, did you yeah, do a check-in? Yeah, no, every, no, well, no, because it was 4.30 by then, so I wasn't going to see. The next see. day, though. Um, yeah, everyone was like... Or did you just sit at the table by yourself after they'd all logged off? from a few friends saying, what happened last <laughs> night? And I was like, oh my God, house party was out of control. Like, it was great. Because I remember you and I, because I was living down on the south coast I when actually, quarantine happened. I missed the days when security said, sir, have you had too much to drink? Go home. Because you should go we home. We need to take your care out of your hands so in fact, and refuse you entry to this stuff. COVID-19 isn't really... Um, responsible service of alcohol. (laughs) I think the RSA gods would be quite shocked by that. Home delivery alcohol. I need to buy some shares, honestly. Jimmy Brings. just from the weekly order I put in. You are Jimmy Brings' best friend. I am. I am 90% of their revenue. He's listening. His sponsorship would be great as well. (laughs) She's got three now. Lark Beresford and Jimmy Brings. Hashtag and we don't want to break any laws. (laughs) But yeah, I was living down on the South Coast, obviously, when lockdown happened. So when the whole Opposite a cemetery. Opposite a cemetery after losing a couple of family members. She loves a theme. She loves devastation. Thought that would be the best option to live across the road from a cemetery. I had to be comfortable. I had to be comfortable. Yeah, look, you no, this feels familiar. Don't go outside the box. No. You know, just keep no, it real. That's right. That's right. Know like, yourself. This is what it is. Yeah. Let's check yourself. Pre- check yourself. And everyone else. Pretend it, Don't pretend it's anything other than what it is. Exactly. Right? And you and I had a couple of Zoom calls and I could just tell it was so outside of your comfort zone that it was mm-hmm. like, what is the point of doing this? This is just making me feel worse about the fact that I am in my home drinking, looking at a screen. Like it just was not for you at all. And that is my my dream is to be able to sit at home and have my friends through a screen to be able to like wear pajama pants, no bra, big fluffy socks, no hair done, no makeup. So is, just, this, is this what's happening right which now? Which is exactly what I look like currently and just have to, you know, give Outrageous. it out to Mark for not, you know, outing me about that. Thanks so much, Mark. I'm Andrew, ready? You are, you I'm are. You go to an occasion. office, okay? She's she's running a business and she's trying to support herself and Ex- her cat, okay? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> she's doing her best. But yeah, I could just tell it was it, it was really starting to get to you, lockdown. Whereas for me, life 
for the last 12 months had been quite strange anyway. Mm. Like I'd obviously been in America. I've been I'd isolating been, already. I'd been yeah. away from all my friends. Like I was used to only really having contact over Zoom. So when I was on the South Coast, it was fine. It really didn't bother me. And when you could, like you guys would come and visit and that was great. I can't complain. I was by the ocean. It was beautiful. I had my mum nearby. It wasn't awful. But when I moved to Sydney a couple of months ago, that was the first time I went, oh, life's really weird mm. because I hadn't been in it. I hadn't been well, living in Sydney for a year. Because you've been living in a retirement village yes. at the age of 32. <laughs> so I like to be ahead of the curve, yes, okay? I yes, was trying to establish yes. our retirement commune. There were even slight suggestions. You know, it's really nice down here. I could just, no, no, no. Mm. You're That's coming for back. later yeah. in life. You're coming back, you need Mia. to meet someone and do young things first and then <laughs> go down to the south coast. Wait for the grey hairs to come mm, in and yeah. then you can like dip into your super. Exactly. Um, but yeah, it was only once I got back that I noticed how what the contrast was like from how life was a year ago in Sydney, mm. which is the last time I lived here. Like I'm literally living in an apartment across the hall from my old apartment that I moved out of the last time I lived in Sydney. So now I can really feel the difference, but I have loved, like you, the time that we've all been spending together and the effort everyone's been going to and the fact that because I don't tend to have acquaintances, like I've got a really core number of friends, like lifelong mates who I spend time with and, you know, catch up with. And so that's quite normal for me, but for my extroverted friends to now be like actively being like, I want to come over, let's have dinner, let's have drinks. That's my comfort zone as opposed to like going out and constantly, you know, going to clubs and pubs and stuff. That's not really and my I wonder comfort if zone. That, I wonder how quickly people will rush back. I mean, to be honest, I'm at a point where, I mean, you know, this week the government's already talked about opening stadiums again. Really? And having people at a distance. Um, I think it's sort of like various different capacities, not full capacity. Mm. Um, so things are slowly starting to go back to normal, but mm. I think it'll be a long time before they start opening everything. Well, especially clubs and pubs, because if you're going to have everybody inebriated to the point where they're at a club, mm. how much are they going to be adhering but to social distancing? That, how do you control people at stadiums? I mean, the government's saying that they have to wear a mask if they go to the bar or the bathroom if they get up. Well, because I think you can on. have people seated, right? And you can be like, you can cut off certain sections of seating whereas in a cup club or a pub like how do you stop people from squishing in next to each other at a bar or yeah. grinding on each other on the dance floor yes. not something or i choose drinks to do on but... you. i miss when people would spill drinks <laughs> on me i mean i know i always complained about it but i really will take that I won't take that for granted. No, I was mm. the idiot who'd wear white and then be like why am i covered in red bull yes. well because you wore white you're dumb, dumb. Like, you only get it have together. yourself to blame. Well, that's true. Um, I think Melbourne, obviously, is having it the worst at the moment. Completely. They've been in lockdown. Obviously, they had the lockdown that we had in March, around about March, end of March, sorry, April. And then they've now been in lockdown since July. Mm. And things are starting to open up. Regionals starting to open up. But um, that's that's been awful. I mean, they can only exercise an hour a day. Mm. I think it's been extended to two hours now. Um, but yeah, that's completely, and the f effect that'll have on the economy. I also think it's interesting to see, um, will those nightclubs, cause they'll be the last to open. Will they be able to reopen? Will they survive? Do you yeah. Mean? I don't know if they will. I don't is know it if the they can. Of, is it the death of the nightclub industry? I don't know. 
Well, potentially, I mean, we already started to see that in Sydney pre-COVID mm. with sort of like Golden Mile, King's Cross. And lockouts. Yeah, exactly. But and then they would just repeal the lockouts and yep. then now COVID. So mm-hmm. um, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah. Do you think that this experience, obviously not knowing when it's going to come to an end, but do you think this experience is going to affect how you sort of approach socialising spending time with friends going out or do you think you're going to be that person who is like racing from club to club just to just to get back amongst it when it all opens up again i can't wait to give someone a hug in a nightclub (laughs) i currently can't someone you know i'd love to say anyone anyone. i just feel like um yeah i just i like yeah I, i don't think i'll ever complain about a lion again yeah um or you know someone pushing into me on the dance floor i really don't think i'll complain but i also think people... she just wants incidental human exactly. contact exactly just but brush up against exactly, me somebody exactly but i also think people will be more um appreciative of what they have mm. and you know we are really lucky to live in australia i mean covid is so bad in europe and the united states um and i think even though international travel will eventually reopen again maybe next year in australia I don't know how it's going to work because if the other countries haven't got it under control, if you go over there and you get it, mm. or how are you going to come back into the country? It's going to be. Well, I think what they're talking about at the moment is doing like travel bubbles. So, a couple of the areas that Australia is looking at is the Pacific Islands and Hawaii. So, they would have this obviously like diplomatic agreement about numbers of people who are allowed to travel and what areas they're allowed to be in and how they would police that, who knows, or how they would monitor that, who knows. Uh, But where they can see there's low numbers, they'll set up like these areas where you can travel, Not probably not around, but at least destination to destination, like return, Honolulu and back, right? Mm. So I'll take that. I will happily take that. I am dying to get on a plane. That is one thing. Like I... I, like you, love to travel. I am a bit more of a solo traveller. I'm Mm. so happy to go on holiday by myself and to travel by myself, but it's more the freedom. I can't stand the idea of being stuck somewhere. Even today, I was airbnb New South Wales options to get away for a couple of days because I just need that sense of going somewhere. Yeah. So when we get to the place where we can travel again, or where would be your ultimate place that you want to go back to? Um, I want to go back to Europe, mm. um, Amalfi Coast. Mm. I love Italy, um, the Greek islands, somewhere warm. Um, yeah, and then also I love Miami. I know you do. I love Miami. You love everywhere in America that I never want to go I to. I just love <laughs> Miami and I love New York and I love LA. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think I don't really have a specific do you know what I just want to get on a plane I want to go to the international airport yeah I want to try and get into a lounge <laughs> do you do and, that yeah oh my god has it ever worked no as in like I always have like a credit card that I'm you know I have all these credit cards on the run and you always get lounge passes with them oh really yeah why so, have you not shared this with oh, me oh it's a little trick where you sign up you get that bonus points and then you end it and then you credit card and that's how you sort of get your free sort of freebies free flights well friends you heard it here first that's how to trick your way into a lounge you can't get into because nobody's going to any international airports but thanks for that little uh travel tip tip, mark 
Um, but yeah, I, I'm the same as you. I can't wait to go back. Wait to go back to Europe. I haven't been back there since I lived in London when I was yeah, like wow. 22. That's a long so it's time. like I'm going away for three months, and yeah. I'm just gonna pick my places, and I'm out of here. And you can work. That's right. Anywhere. That's so right. That's exciting. I won't be working when we go to Lord Howe. No. That is no. something I'm looking forward to. Is even yeah. getting on a two-hour flight. That'll feel like we're going overseas because we are. Yeah. Um, it's a body just, of water. It's yeah. In the same state yes but it doesn't feel like it no um so yeah yeah that'd be exciting so what are some tips that you would give to people who identify more as extroverts who might like they might be people in melbourne Mm. who are in lockdown or in a part of the world where they're not as unrestricted as we are currently like what would you advise people kind of do from a self-care perspective or like what kind of has helped you well i would say Um, utilize the free time you have well so if it's getting an hour a day outside do something active because you're so cooped up so I loved going for a run it's really like you know peaceful it's kind of got this meditation vibe where you're just sort of in your own mind but you're looking at everything you're breathing the fresh air it's really nice Mm. Um, I also really liked your perspective earlier because I've always said I love this city like I love city but I grew up in it I'm Mm. never going to look at it like I would a brand new city you know where you're walking around Rome and you're just Mm. amazed by the history and the fact that this isn't a very old city we don't have incredible ancient architecture or anything to marvel at well actually on my recent two week holiday I was doing Instagram posts you were where I was finding things in Sydney that looked like certain cities Mm. and so um, for example like they're doing work on stadiums in Moore Park at the moment so I took um, some Instagram videos of the Coliseum you know kind of like the ruins and yeah under construction um, actually and then what else they're remodeling the, uh, Watson's Coliseum. Bay and yeah. they have all those boats on the beach it looks very much like Mykonos yeah. um, I went to, you went to Brooklyn Brooklyn in Surrey Hills Brooklyn in Surrey Hills and mm-hmm. um, I also went into Centennial Park Spain. and looked at the palm trees from above, which looks like Beverly Hills, but yes. bombshell, it is not. <laughs> and um, where else did Spoiler I go? Spoiler, everyone. Um, Madrid was like laneways in Surrey Hills yes. with the sun. And it was a really great uh, test for your followers of who was, what's a kind way I can put this? Who's naive and mm. who isn't? It's uh, only, it's <laughs> because only, a lot of people really thought... You were able to get from Spain to Brooklyn in under five hours in a time where nobody can travel internationally. So that brought us some measure of entertainment as well. They also, yeah, that's true. And there were some, um, I guess, discrepancies in my travel blog. Mm. So, you know, I was in Sydney and then suddenly I'm in Gran Canaria at the beach. Yeah. For some people, um, they didn't no, that didn't seem to no. ruin I got the questions effect. like... Did you get through because you're a journalist or, um, you know, how did you do it? Or did you get out just in time? Um, it was quite interesting. And uh, and credit to them for reaching out yeah. because I probably would have done the same. If I thought someone got out, I'd be like, how did you do it? Especially if it was like a 4.30 a.m. finish on the Margs after exactly. a house party situation. Yeah, well, um, exactly. I, I certainly wasn't doing house party in my recent holiday because... No. That's all done and dusted. Yeah. I never want to open that app again. No. 
In fact, it's still on my phone, but I will delete it. Yeah. Because it's just, uh, it gives me PTSD. Yeah. I have it. to do Zoom with clients on a daily basis. And we do all that stuff like where we change the Zoom background to something. Oh. Bit, bit X-rated bit and cool. a bit, bit inappropriate just to make a friend laugh. And I'd have to remind myself to maybe turn that off before my 9 a.m. client on Monday. Love it. Some close calls. There were some close uh-huh. calls there. Yeah. I, I, I'm not really into Zoom. Oh, aren't you? No. You're not into it? No. It's not your personal no, preference? No, more a house party or a Facebook um, or a WhatsApp video type person. She loves a brand and mm. she's very loyal. Yes, mm-hmm. I'm very loyal to the Facebook. Mm-hmm. To Zuckerberg? Yes. You're all about yeah. his principles Mark Zuckerberg, and another one that could be a good sponsor. Mm, I think I think given how Much he's been making the headlines, money. Uh, sort of go against his favour in the last twelve months, we might Maybe we might give that one a bypass. It's a consideration, <laughs> um, um, but I do feel that um, it'll be interesting to see what happens with Melbourne now. Um, my grandma's been in lockdown for you know a few months. She hasn't actually left the home mm. since July. That's hard. So she lives in a two-story townhouse. It's a nice townhouse. has a little garden and stuff. But, yeah, that's that's really bad because her big thing was she loved going to the pub on Fridays yeah. with her friend to have a sandwich. There's this sandwich at this pub. A woman after my it's own It's called the heart. Old England Pub in sandwich. Melbourne, yes, The Old please. England in Heidelberg. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, if anyone knows that area. Um, so do it for her doing things like that is really important. And so she hasn't been able to do that. But Has everyone been checking in on her? Yeah. So my auntie goes around and delivers her meals every week. And so she doesn't go to the supermarket. I mean, obviously she can do that, but she's 90. So going to the supermarket or getting any sort of public transport is probably not the best idea. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but she's, she's okay. Yeah. She's good. She's learned FaceTime so she can FaceTime me now. So um, that's good. So she can at least see face to face, but she's bored. Yeah. And they don't have Netflix. They don't get the same enjoyment out of, oh, there's Lola the cat. Sorry, guys. Lola's there she Lola goes. left out. She wasn't given a microphone. No, she's not happy about that. Um, so I think that, um, yeah, the, I think it's particularly hard for older people at the moment. Absolutely. they don't get their energy out of social media or, mm. or online shopping. That's another thing that I've been doing online shopping what with being an extrovert yes get on the online sales don't you dare blame covid for your irresponsible spending habits don't you dare try to legitimize it by putting it on this recording shopping shame don't you dare don't I will not be shocked. Don't you put, bring the pandemic into this? Oh, How on earth is the pan? We can go to you the know, shops. You know, this podcast started off so nicely, <laughs> and now it's just turned to a dog's <laughs> breakfast. It's, it's turned, turned into a pandemic. It's turned into every conversation we ever had. I'll be locking this down very quickly with me vetting all of your terrible purchases. Yes. What do you mean the pandemic is to blame for your terrible online well, shopping choices? I mean. People keep sending me emails, and by people I mean the companies iconic, that you subscribe also to. Also, a great sponsor, the iconic, <laughs> um, the iconic. All sorts of different people keep sending me emails. Yes, saying, I get those too. Bored in lockdown, I'm like, yes. Speak <laughs> How did to you me. know? I am so bored. Is that... I feel seen. Exactly. Oh, oh, I have done something else in the in the in the lockdown. Yeah, tell me. I invested in 
the share market. Now, yeah. I have never understood finance. No, and some of the choices that you've made would imply maybe you still don't totally understand. No, no, but I've made money. I made I made a lot of money on the share Fabulous. market. Fabulous. So, um, for example, when everything crashed, yeah. I invested in Afterpay at $13. It's now at, oh, it was at 90 but now it's about $74. I'm sorry. Is this an episode of Mad Money? What are you trying to turn this into? So, I'm now an investor. Oh, okay. So, so I'm a journalist an and an investor. And a chronic online shopper. And don't think you're going to worm your way out of this. Really. Don't an think economy. you're going to worm your way out of this. How can you blame the pandemic for your shopping habits? Because there's nothing else to do. <laughs> then what was your excuse before? I like to look nice. <laughs> it's not a crime to look nice. Oh my god. Don't hate me because I'm beautiful. Did you beautiful. not ask me what I did to? preoccupy myself during the pandemic <laughs> and now you don't like the answer i didn't say it didn't come with any kind of judgment oh, there was no go. specification yes. i didn't sign anything this is called the judgment podcast <laughs> the, the mistake and judgment podcast yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah where we so, make mistakes and then judge each other <laughs> anyway i made a lot of money in the in the um great segue great deflection the, yeah, well done in the, yeah. did in, you make back the money that you've spent on clothes and items I don't have a budget. I don't have an Excel know. spreadsheet. Gotcha. So in other ballpark? words... Ballpark? No? Pardon? You don't have a ballpark figure? No way. No. God, I'm busy. I don't have time to look at all Wait, the numbers. Wait, didn't you just say that you're so bored that you have now have a chronic shopping problem? So are you busy or are you bored? Okay, this is now, <laughs> this is now becoming an interrogation. People are losing interest. <laughs> Um, well, Joel, so that's a great, great Lo- suggestion. Lola, the cat, is hiding behind a um, see-through curtain. See-through curtain, a translucent curtain. She makes her choices, and we just let her let her yes. live her best life. Um, so there, some of the tips: shop online, stay connected, look at the share market, look at the share market, <laughs> go for a run, <laughs> go for a run, get out in the sun, get outside, go for a walk, check on your loved ones. Uh, download House Party if you're really in lockdown. Uh, buy a cocktail shaker. Buy a cocktail shaker. That's number one. Let's um, bump that back up the don't, list. Don't, don't, for God's sake, do not hoard things. No, please don't. Stop hoarding toilet paper. I mean, that's not happening anymore, but it might it, be happening It does. Somewhere. No, it does. Whenever there's a spike, toilet oh. paper flies off the shelves. Oh. And then baking stuff. Like, what was with the sourdough thing? Oh. I mean, get a grip, people. What we don't need right now is you pretending you're an artisanal baker. Yes, we need common sense. Yeah. We don't need everyone pretending well, so it's like camping. they're it's Sonoma like, Bakery. Why are we going back in time? You know, go I, buy I love, the bread. Did you just say something about camping? Yeah, so like basically, you know when people say they want to go camping? I love camping. In a tent? Yes. In a tent. Yes. You in a tent. Yes. Like in Kosciuszko National Park. I, I did that. I went horse riding for like four days and so camp, like, camping. So, hold on. You would sleep in a tent? I've, I have. Not, not No, you say it like it's a hypothetical. It's something that has happened repeatedly throughout my life. Hold on, Mia. But like recently they've constructed houses and I know. Hotels. And they were there so when why, I started camping. But why would you go back in time it's like you're not gonna go this coming from the man who came hiking with me with a shoulder bag it was a it was a one shoulder bag it looked good it was active wear (laughs) yeah a two shoulder bag would be a backpack (laughs) yes but also it was the look it was like you know um in stepmom and the evil stepmom okay she's in an active wear and then they play a trick on her no that's the parent trap oh that's it you're thinking of lilo lindsay lowen that's it the one and only (laughs) Anyway, um, 
So the Meryl Streep of our generation. Yes, yes, the Meryl Streep of our generation. So not into camping. No, I like what glamping. If, what if? Okay, so I could take you. You would come glamping. Yes, like okay. if there's a one of those like canvas tents with like a wooden deck kind of. You thing. do realize that glamping still has things like outhouses and stuff, right? Yeah, like yeah, like yeah. hanging against a tree. That's that's okay. No, but there's usually some sort of bathroom. No, there's not. In glamping. No. But where do you go? In nature. Oh. <laughs> I don't love it. Okay, I'm going to take you but glamping. What about the dark? Like, I don't like getting up in the middle of the night and going out and it's dark. You still, you have torches, you have fire. Yeah, but. You have lights. What if it's 3 a.m.? There's stars. What are you doing up at 3 a.m. camping? You're not going to take margaritas down there and do house party and wake up well, with your I'd shoes on in will. your blow-up bed. I probably bed. will because I'll just be, like, stuck there. I know. You'll just be devastated that you were made to go camping. Exactly. Okay, then we have to do that. No camping is happening. <laughs> Put it on the list. Let's just find a nice beach house and and be we're doing thankful that. We're for doing that in November. humans being so smart to make houses instead of just pieces of cloth that they call a house which is well, a they tent. call it a tent yeah they well, don't call it know. a house anyway there will be no tents so uh, guys tune in for the camping episode mm. which will be coming in the near live future from a tent <laughs> god help me live from the outback live from the with outback. ranger mark We'll get I'll him be, in a Cooper. Oh my god I, I actually am really big into olive that's very on trend this season so like khaki could work so I can convince you to go camping if we wear khaki. Yes. <laughs> okay. Olive time. Not Ranger Stacy. Olive hue kind yeah. of style mm. for the weekend. Yeah. Okay. All right. We Love can it. negotiate. We can compromise. Love that for us. Love that for us. So this devolved into chaos, which guys, it, this is just a really nice blueprint for what this is probably going to be like going forward. Uh, we'll have more of a structure when... We probably won't. Okay. Let's be. We'll let's, try. Let's not. Let's not set a standard because no. there's unlikely to be. As one. I say, setting New Year's resolutions, you're setting yourself up to fail for the new year. Why would you want to do that? Just glide Just through. Just wing it. Just wing it. You know, God. Just every pretend year you know what you're doing. I give these unrealistic expectations. What was your? What was your? Uh, resolution for this year. I didn't make one. No, me neither. No. That's how little and faith And thank God I, I didn't because the pandemic's really screwed any goal attainment. I want to stay anyone. home more. Yes. Whoops, did it? Well, as my friend Andrew said on the last night of Mardi Gras, as a joke on the dance floor, which was literally a week before everything was shut down, yeah. he said, I'm bored, I'm going home, as a joke. And what's happened? And he never went out again. And we are now... At home. Mm-hmm. So, you know, next time you say these flippant remarks as a joke, just remember someone up there is listening. <laughs> Someone's doing something. Let's save that for the religion episode. Yes. Okay. Which we'll never be getting no, to. No, never, I think, ever. So. so, guys, I hope out of this chaos and uh, judgment of each other that this devolved into in the last 15 minutes, that you got some really great insights, some life lessons, some tips about how to be a decent human being because or if there's anything we're how to find on. a better podcast <laughs> hopefully so guys thank you so much for joining us for the inaugural podcast of whatever the hell this is we hope you enjoyed this week's episode make sure that you come and follow us everywhere that you can find your podcast apple podcast spotify we will be all over the place and uh, tiktok tweet 
all these things. We don't do those platforms. Don't I don't too understand old. TikTok. Over 30. Not on TikTok, Not but on all TikTok, the other ones. Like MSN, ICQ, <laughs> AIM, MySpace, AIM Messenger. Bebo, <laughs> Tinder, Hinge. Do you want to say goodbye? Goodbye. Goodbye. We'll see you soon, guys. Well, we won't see you. This is not a visual medium. But thanks for joining us.